Cutting Out Early, the podcast. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. I'm in a glass case of emotion! With Max, Zach, and Alex. Just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this. And totally redeem yourself! Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the third episode of the Cutting Out Early podcast. Max Major, Alex Newt, Zach Montgomery. Oh, <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, what do you got going on over there, Alex? Special occasion. Oh, just uh, celebrating taking the bar today. Oh. A little, little celebration beer. Oh, boy. Oh, uh, yeah? How did that go? <laughs> yeah, how was it? Well, apparently there was a cyber attack. That was but, the actually, that was the top story in the free press today about the bar exam and the problems they were running into. <laughs> I didn't have much of an issue, to be honest. I thought it went fine. I was well prepared. Got through it. I mean, there are a couple curveballs, and <laughs> I mean, I guess we'll uh, we'll see when Wait, the what, scores what, come out. So yeah, what happened? Yeah, was what, was, cyber what was attack? What was the issue? So I don't know because I didn't experience it too badly, but basically there. There are these five testing modules, right? You take one module each hour. Each module is three questions. So you already have the exam downloaded onto your computer right. into the software. I see. And what you need to do is five minutes before you're set to take the module, you log onto this website to get a password to unlock that portion of the exam. Right. And I guess this company didn't realize that 800 people logging on at the same time would would <laughs> cause a delay and crash the website. Although now they're saying that the delay was part of a cyber attack. Uh, Some angsty oh tens- or tester getting all upset about uh, a bar exam. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't know who would cyber attack the bar exam during it. But you know, somebody who doesn't like lawyers, I guess. Yeah. So so some people were delayed uh, significantly. I was only delayed logging into that website and getting the password maybe five minutes so it wasn't that bad for me Ugh. but i th- i think others might have had it worse considering it's such Alex, a big you, story you've officially been a victim of a cyber attack i guess so <laughs> i guess so it's kind of scary <laughs> who has oh, my boy. information who has those terrible test answers <laughs> <laughs> it's done it's done though you're done you crack the beer little celebration time time to finally relax and i i i understand that's a tough few weeks getting ready for that thing time to come down into my basement and record a podcast <laughs> exactly <laughs> so um here we are we're doing the podcast um a few things that we're gonna talk about today um i know alex has a story that he wants to tell um we're gonna make sure britney spears is okay we're not totally sure talk about baseball and the uh, issues they're having we all know what's going on with that and coronavirus and you know, we'll get a little sports stuff with the ESPN uh, story about college football. Um, there's some other stuff that I want to get into as well. And then this crazy casino scheme story that I'm going to uh, – we'll finish the show with. And a few other things that I, I, I don't want to get in there throughout the show. But thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, this is the Cutting Out Early podcast. Um, one thing that I do want to talk about right off the bat is I know we are going to maybe talk about those best remakes today. Uh, we want to get more submissions. We want more feedback. We want you guys to give us your feedback for what is the best remake out there, whether it's sports, 
movies, uh, TV shows, uh, clothing, food, something that's been redone, and it's great. And there's a lot of opportunities and examples out there. So send them in because we'll read them on the air, and that'd be a fun topic. We'll do that next week, though. Yeah, we've got. We've, I mean, we've got a lot of ideas of our own, but we really want to make this an interactive topic. So we're we're hoping to get a few more submissions in. We got a couple already. We really appreciate the people that have sent some stuff in, and we just are hoping that we get a few more. Uh, so we can really bring all of you into this topic yeah, as well. Yeah, get your name on the podcast. Yeah, you become a, a local celebrity just like us. Yeah, exactly. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be great. <laughs> so I do have a story I want to tell. All right. Um, so this was this happened last week. This should be good. And it's, it's just a funny story. Uh, it's about my brother. Uh, full disclosure, I did not ask him if I could tell this story, but I'm sure he'll be fine with it. Those it's are a, the best stories. He'll find it funny. He will find it funny. Um, <laughs> so anyway... Last week, my my stepmom uh, finally took the last step to retire from her career as a pediatric nurse practitioner. Took the last step, had her, you know, went and turned in her badge, came back. So we just had a little celebration dinner. I mean, it's been a really long process of her retiring with, you know, this pandemic. It's really dragged things out. So, I mean, we've kind of been celebrating here and there. But, um, yeah, we finally had a celebration dinner for her uh, last Monday. And uh, so to celebrate, I cooked up a, a really nice meal. I'm, I like to consider myself a little bit of a chef. That sounds good. I'll have that. <laughs> Let me tell you what I had first. So I made this, these beautiful strip steaks and fillets on the grill. Okay, we get it. We get it. You're oh, the yeah. fantastic cook here, the fantastic yeah. chef. Roasted some potatoes, grilled some asparagus. Yeah, just ask him. Made some beautiful portobello mushrooms, baby portobellas with uh, with onions and a wine sauce to top oh, the... Boy. Oh, it was, it was delicious. Anyway... The point is that I made this. Deli- Jeez. I made this. Get out of the bar. <laughs> you get out of the bar exam and your head's like, <laughs> can you even fit the door? <laughs> fair, fair, fair. So it was a delicious dinner. And my brother posted on his. I don't want to get too graphic, but she's got clear water coming out of her butt. <laughs> How is that relevant? <laughs> the dinner. <laughs> After the dinner. It sounded like a rough night. After, no. So, anyway, so my, my brother posted, he plated his dinner that I made very, very nicely and took a picture, put it on his Snapchat. But something I want to say about my brother's Snapchat is that his stories are always just one of two things. What's that? Either it's a picture of food with the caption, yum, and three heart eyes. Exactly. Three heart eyes emojis. Yum, three heart eyes emoji. No matter what the food is, usually it's something he cooks for himself. He works at a restaurant, so he's cooking there a lot. Is he a good cook? Yeah. Is he as good as you? I don't know. <laughs> you yeah. don't know? It's been, a, it's been a long time since he's cooked for me, if oh. at, if ever. I'm not even sure if he ever has. So the answer is no. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I could be a great doctor, but I have never doctored before, so we'll, we'll never know. It's the same thing. Okay. Just making I mean, sure. He's employed the cook, so he, he better be a good cook. <laughs> is he a chef or is he a... He's a cook. Oh, okay. He's a cook. Okay. Wow. Um, so, so anyway... Uh, his captions, his uh, his Snapchat stories are either "Yum, three art eyes, picture of food," or a selfie of himself at some location, and then he writes in the little message box on his Snap story where he is. So it's always just a selfie of himself, nothing in the background. You can't tell where he is, and he doesn't use the geo filter. He just writes where he is. It's like if he's at a restaurant, he'll take a selfie of himself and put the name of the restaurant as his little message. Does he know geo filters 
exist for most places? Or is this just something he doesn't know or doesn't care, maybe? Oh, this might be breaking news. This could be. I mean, should we tell him? I think you need <laughs> to talk to him and have a serious discussion about stepping up his Snapchat game to maybe the next level. I yes. mean, that would elevate it probably twofold, at least. Well, uh, it's hard to get worse. <laughs> sorry. 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 <laughs> They're just very basic stories, but they're fine. And he's showing what he's doing and what he's making. It's fine. So he posted a picture of this beautiful meal I made. Beautiful meal. Captioned, yum, three hard eyes. Then two nights later, he makes dinner for himself. Sure. You know what it was? It was a sloppy pot of Hormel chili. That was his picture. Wow, that sounds awesome. <laughs> you know what caption it got? The only thing it could be better than is uh, a steak. Yeah. <laughs> With some portobello mushrooms. <laughs> so... It was a sloppy pot of hormel chili. It got the same caption. <laughs> Young, three hard eyes. I feel like I should be offended by that. Should I not? You should be. You should be offended by that. He's I, giving I, you the same reaction for your supposedly, I will never know, supposedly fantastic steak dinner, and then his his disaster of a attempt at a meal, I guess. I got a lot of... A lot of compliments on that meal. Excuse you. Yes. <laughs> you got a lot of compliments on that meal? I did, yes. Everyone in the family said how great it was. <laughs> so the point of the story so is that... got upstaged by a sloppy pot of Hormel chili. That, <laughs> that is the... the story uh, of your life. The moral of the story. Yeah, getting upstaged by a sloppy pot of Hormel chili. <laughs> if that doesn't define me... True story. <laughs> so the deal is that he needs to learn to vary his Snapchat to maybe reflect the different levels of quality or the different levels of of meals no, I guess. I don't, I, we, we that's the moral we can't make that statement we don't know what the quality was that's true i you know i think the, i think the point is alex is getting right he did not expect this i think what we need to do <laughs> is look at the snapchats see the photo of your meal see the photo of his meal and then allow us or even the listeners to really determine if one is better than the other they could be the same so we're, we're, we're just going off your word here. How could they be the same? I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I described it to you. Have you ever had a pot of chili? It, it's not. <laughs> I like chili. Was, hard eyes, hard eyes. First, first of all, first of all, it wasn't even like he poured the chili into a bowl and then sprinkled a little cheese on it, made it look nice. No, it was still in the pot, all slopped up on the sides, probably some burnt around the edges. When was the last time you shit your pants? <laughs> <laughs> he probably did after he had chili. Exactly. Oh boy! Oh, but if he's listening to this, I, I mean, no, uh, no malice by this, but I am just a, a little perturbed. We're we're playing golf tomorrow, so I'll make sure he hears this. Oh boy! Well, I, I think the, I think the lesson here is that he needs to learn to vary his Snapchats. Just make them one better than the other. If there's a shitty meal, you know, maybe don't even take a snap of it. Maybe he didn't <laughs> even have to take a snap of that. But if it's a great meal, maybe a little more variety, a little more expression, whatever it may be. You know he's what? Gotta I'm gonna learn. You that. know, what I'm gonna suggest to, suggest to him. I'm going to suggest he start going on a rating scale of zero to five hard eyes. It's easy to understand enough. Yeah. If, if he has trouble with Snapchat, start with something easy. A simple rating scale. Maybe he can do like um, five like smiley face emojis for a great meal. Or like if it's okay, maybe three, maybe two if it's not too good or something. Maybe the chili could have been one. One emoji. And then he kind of has that scale and it's something very simple to understand. Right. Exactly. But as it is now... My meal is getting the same rating as a sloppy pot of Hormel chili. And it's the same quality until I I am told otherwise. (laughs) I'm on Zach's side. I need to see these photos. I I will say I have nothing against Hormel chili. If any of their executives are listening and want to advertise on this podcast. I do enjoy Hormel chili. (laughs) Shameless plug. I wish. But I mean, come on. Oh, boy. 
Come right. on. I think even even the peop- the good people at Hormel would admit that a very well-plated steak dinner, as I described it, deserves a higher rating than a sloppy pot of chili. In principle, yes, but until we see the evidence, I guess we can never really be sure. Okay. <laughs> I was ex- I was expecting a little more support telling this story today, but you know what? Let's let's move. Support on. from us? You're kidding? No, you're gonna get trashed, dude. No, it's 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 that's funny. That, that's actually really good. Drink my beer. <laughs> um, Zach, is Brittany doing okay? I'm a little concerned about her. No, I don't think Brittany would get any hard eyes going on over oh, here. <laughs> what's what what's going on with Brittany? Because there's been a lot of stuff going on in the in the news. A lot of the um like like Barstool I know has talked about her a lot. There's been a number of sources going on. Yeah, making sure she's she's okay you know well, i'm concerned well there's a whole uh, conspiracy theory going on right now with uh britney that well she hasn't been in control of her finances or self-decision since 2008 12 years ago wow Jesus. so yeah it's back when she uh was going through the britney meltdown phase but oh, when she shaved her head uh i think this was after that I that don't was know. like 10 years ago wasn't it or yeah 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 it it I don't know. It, there was a lot of meltdowns yeah. in it, <laughs> and probably like a fourteen year, fourteen to ten years ago. Oh boy! But um, what's going on now? Well, it, the, it's it's gained some recent traction recently because uh, she actually has a hearing coming up. So it, to gain back her conservatorship, so we shall see. Gain back control over it. Yeah, I guess. I guess so. She so has, she can make her own decisions. Yeah. So since then, her her lawyer and her father have been making um, decisions for her, which is kind of crazy to think about. This is a 38 year old woman who's worth what is it, 59 million dollars, and she can't even make her own decisions. So it, it it's it's I, I I don't the 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 morals or the the you know the. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, the merits behind it or whatever, kind of fishy, you know. <laughs> but, sure. But um, yeah, she's allowed to make them fifty nine million dollars, but she's not allowed to decide how to do it. Yeah, right? exactly. She's not in charge of her estate. She's not even in charge of herself. But I mean, she has been doing stuff. She's like made three albums, and uh, she she's still you know has her house, and she's been on you know TV since then. But you know, she's not really in charge. She's of making herself. a lot of uh, posts on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Videos. <laughs> These are weird. Yeah, yeah. So uh, um, probably, well, one of the more recent ones that's kind of, um, you know, it's kind of gained some traction is she posted about her, uh, it's just, I don't know, they're random posts. They don't really make too much sense. They're just like her kind of dancing in the background. But in a comment on a video prior to the one she just posted, she talked about, there was a comment on it, how um, if you like, it was like, Brittany, if you need help, please wear or wear a yellow shirt and in the next video she not only did she wear a yellow shirt but she was she quote in the caption says i was so excited that i threw on my favorite yellow shirt and just had to share what if it was just a total coincidence and maybe she just saw that shirt and loved it and thought to wear it and totally forgot about that whole sing- signaling thing no i don't think so <laughs> you sure hey, why would you emphasize it in the caption exactly <laughs> So, yeah. Well, there so was something else. Wasn't there something else though? There, there was another symbol she posted. Yeah, yeah. Or she also had a, a, a like a poster of doves or a painting of doves in the background too. So of one bizarre. of them. It was another thing that like that the comments asked her to post if she was not doing okay. So, so strange. So she has these fans that think she's being held against her will. 
and yes. and the fans are trying to dig into it and see if she actually is captive somehow. And so this is how they're doing it. They're doing it through Instagram comments by asking her to wear stuff. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Great vetting. Know. Great vetting. That sounds pretty ridiculous <laughs> when you say it. Leave Britney Spears alone right now. <laughs> well, I mean, she's. The, I mean, it's not too unreasonable to think that she's kind of captive like she's not in charge of her own you know decisions right now and she hasn't been for 12 years so you know and she's got a hearing coming up um i think well it actually just happened it was on the 22nd where they uh had another hearing about her conservatorship uh and yeah i don't know it must not have been a more eventful than the Johnny Depp hearing if we if we didn't hear anything come out of that Britney Spears. <laughs> well, no, yeah, I guess that is true. We were hearing about that Johnny Depp hearing for well, weeks. There, well, there is yeah. a yeah. Kurt now. Okay, with so, Amber Heard. Oh. So the lawyer and uh, her dad have been on the conservatorship since you know twelve years ago. Okay. It, her dad recently stepped away because he had personal issues. It was ruptured colon. Yeah, it was a really uh, very yeah. personal. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, Very private matter. But now her mom wants to get in on it. So her mom's trying to uh, get access to her assets so that she can quote or specifically the trust set up for the singer's sons. So she has two sons, and now her mom wants you know access to her finances too, which is also kind of fishy. So right. Oh. Yeah. Well, we're hoping for the best. But I, yeah, I mean, there, there's a good chance that I I really think she's being you know held against her will in a way. You know, I, I mean, I'm sure it's one of those situations where maybe she can't, you know, take care of herself. She, she kind of needs to be, in a way. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't really know. It, it, it is kind of funny. She did post in a in 2019 where, in, uh, where she talks about. She said, "So for those of you who don't think I post my own videos, you're wrong." She did say that. But did it she, also, yeah, it her, also, yeah, exactly. Did her it's, dad and brother or grandpa or whoever it is, it, uncle. It seems kind of scripted to me. I well, don't know. I know she's been having problems with her diet too. <laughs> oh, I missed it. I missed it. Well, well the, I screwed up. I screwed up. She, well, that's okay. <laughs> Take she two. Better than Britney Spears' dietitian. E- easy on those trans fats. <laughs> not, not everything needs gravy. You know, there's some carrots down at the other end. <laughs> That, that cheesecake was for everyone. <laughs> she might also be having an issue because earlier this year she burnt down her gym. Actually, it was over six months ago, so it was last year. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah, boy. You know, yeah. if you think about it, it could be really easy to control a celebrity's life like that. I mean, they're basically, oh, yeah. they basically don't make their own schedule anyway. So if you appoint someone to take care of your schedule and make sure that you're where you need to be, doing the things you need to be doing, eating the things you need to be doing, working out when you need to be working out. There's a lot to control, and there's a lot. I could see a way for someone to really take over someone's life. Yeah, not just Britney. I mean, there's plenty of examples where it could happen. I mean, for a celebrity who, I mean, let's be honest here. Celebrities don't live normal lives. Like They're not going grocery shopping. They're not doing the daily routines of most people. So if people did want to exploit that, and I'm sure it's been done, I'm sure it's been done, and I'm sure there's people who are great at it, they do it all the time, and sometimes you hear about them, and I'm sure there's plenty of times where you do not hear about them. So absolutely, it's just a crazy situation. I'm just trying to lend some credibility to this conspiracy theory. I mean, it's it's real. It could be real. It really could. Britney I, could really be in trouble. It is a, it is it is quite the coincidence to, well, it's on two occasions with the Doves and the Yellow Shirt, and she also brought attention 
attention to it specifically. So, right. yeah. I mean, if her, you know, her. This is her, weird. I mean, I hadn't heard about it until you brought it to us, really. Yeah. I, I've seen her videos and I kind of watch them for a few seconds and I'm like, wow, Brittany seems really awkward. What's going on? Right. But I just thought she wasn't doing so great mentally. I didn't know that there was a possibility that her life is being controlled well, I mean, by her had, family members. That's scary stuff right there. I mean, that's something that's been true for 12 years, no matter what. So I'm, I can't believe it's been going on 12 years. Yeah. How have I had my head in the sand? Well, that's like a third of her life. She's Am I Brittany? 38 years old. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's, it's scary. It's scary. Yeah, but hey, to... you know, that, that's, that's Brittany for you. Well, if you want to be a hashtag free Brittany campaigner, <laughs> They are now doing a petition to submit to the White House to end her conservatorship. So you can go online and sign that if you're if you're really feeling for the cause. Oh boy, wow. I'm sure that's going to go far, very far. <laughs> um, is everyone excited for baseball coming back? These canceled games. I was. Yeah. Right. I Woo! Was, you know when I when we put that on the topic sheet for this week, I was kind of hoping we could talk about some real baseball. <laughs> I 100% agree. I was really looking forward to that. I was hoping you know maybe the Tigers would have won a couple games. They did. They won two games. They're two and two right now. Two they're they're two. playing right now. Right. Yeah, they are playing right now. Yeah. But <laughs> I mean, they might not play very many more games. I don't, well, for those who don't know, the uh, the the uh, Marlins. They had, I think now it's up to 17 players who That's tested positive for coronavirus. No, and, it, it was uh, 15 players and two coaches. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. Well, Much 17 better. people. Thank you, Zach. Uh, 17 people on the team. Our so, resident doctor. <laughs> <laughs> so that led them to cancel their or postpone their games, I suppose. And they were in Philadelphia, from, from my understanding, and that's where the, the Yankees were playing, right? And that's what led to the Yankees postponing their games last night and tonight. So they're they're... And when are they going to make these games up? So this this season was so condensed as it is. I know the Tigers don't have an off day for almost a month. What are they going to do? Their plan right now is to make up the games at the end of the season, either with double headers or filling in the few off days that they did have. But what that really means is we're going to play as many games as we can until the whole season gets shut down. That's <laughs> that's what it means. If there's these two games canceled now within the first. Five days of the season starting. You know there's going to be more games canceled. There's going to be more people testing positive maybe on other teams. It, this is the first example of my guess many throughout this short, weird season. This is just the tip of the iceberg. I mean, That's my thought at they'll least. Probably have, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. They'll probably have to do like an end of season like win percentage thing. It won't be like... You know, you, you might not every team is going to get the same amount of games. It would be my guess. Maybe there's there's no way they can. That's do a that. possibility. You really think they're going to do that? Where people are? I mean, what if a team doesn't play as many other games and you know they go ahead and get into the playoffs and maybe win the World Series? That's not fair. Well, they did expand the playoffs to sixteen teams. I understand, so but everyone's got, but everyone's got to play the same amount of games. You don't think that's going to happen? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I mean, look at it right now. We're what, what, two weeks in? I think with two I, series canceled right now. I mean, the Marlins aren't playing for a week, right? So I think so, yeah. Yeah, at least. I mean, that's. I don't know. That's even assuming we get to the end of the season. I, I really think doubtful. I think baseball is going to have to change their model or just cancel the rest of the season because they're letting. I mean, they have all their teams in their home cities with these players going back to their families, which then multiplies their exposure by however many people they have in their family, someone is bound to bring it to the ballpark. It's just the law of averages. That's just how it is. Yeah. And there's no way that you can prevent that. Yeah, exactly. It, it's it's unrealistic that I, it's going to finish 
Don't get me wrong, I'm very excited that it's back. I was watching the Tigers last night before they blew it, and it was exciting. You know, that win on uh, the, in, in the Game 3 of that series. Against uh, Cincinnati? Yeah, that, that that was an exciting game. They, you know, they won the series. I couldn't believe it. Kron hits the, uh, what was it, two-run homer in the ninth or something yeah, like that? Yeah, that was exciting. That was that was so cool, and I was, I was really feeling good about this. I'm like, I'm getting back into baseball because, you know, it's been a while since the Tigers have been good, and now with this weird season, anyone has a chance. Any team has an opportunity to make it into the playoffs with the expanded playoffs. You never know what's going to happen. I was really getting into it, but now it just feels like kind of a letdown. Like, oh boy, we got some games postponed and who knows how much more this is going to happen. Probably more so. So I I don't know. It's just kind of a downer. It sucks. I just really wish that there was a safe way to do it, but it just, it seems like there's not. And that's the unfortunate part. How many Uh, games are they going to play before it's done? How many have they played so far? About five or six on average? Yeah, four, five, six. I don't know. You think they get past 20? (laughs) I think the halfway point right now. I think, honestly, I think think they will finish out the season. You think so? You think so? I think they'll find a way to finish it out. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, like, this is one team, right? It's the Marlins. And well, they were in a different ballpark. But they were in a different ballpark, though. They were in a different city. Yeah, I know. But Florida is is also a dumpster fire. So the team, yeah. you know, where they're coming from, it's, you know, probably one of the worst states in America. So I, two teams in Florida. Well, yes, but I, the, there's how many other teams? But I'm they, just but saying they like, travel, you know, they're seeing people. Well, I mean, they're, you know, they're visiting ballparks. Well, yeah, but I mean, they can spread it to other teams, but if these teams get so bad that they can't control their own, like just let the other teams play. Maybe just every player, them for maybe the every, season. maybe every player should just get it. And then, you know, 14 days they're done. No, you know, we'll, no, we'll, no. The, the ones are, who are healthy stop, enough, stop, they stop. can play. Then everyone's had, it, everyone's immune. We're done. Stop. Boom. Stop. They've what already, a great solution. They've already shown her immunity doesn't work. Stop. No, well, just in the MLB, just in the MLB. Keep Keep it no fans, and they'd be perfect. They should do it for every sport. Yeah, you no. should. Uh, you can you can get your uh, cardboard cutouts in the yeah. uh, in the stands still. <laughs> it, it, I would do. I would get a cardboard cutout out first mind. of all. But but I mean, I wouldn't just get one to get one just to put money in the owner's pocket or something like that. But I would get a cardboard cutout if, say, a foul ball or a home run ball lands under my quote unquote seat. I win a prize. That would be great. Or if I maybe donate you know, some money to charity and then I get my cardboard cut out there, I'd do that. So you're saying that if you could donate $200 to charity and you have the choice of your cardboard cutout being in the stands or just doing it on your own, you'd rather have your cardboard cutout in the stands and have them get the write-off. <laughs> no. Have the owners get the write-off. Uh, or, you know, you can always donate to charity on your own time. I You don't have to be in the stands. I, I can and I do. I'm just saying it would be a, a cool opportunity to donate to charity and get something out of it. To have people see your face on TV. Maybe every once in a while. Is there a big, ugly girl? Well, did there... you see the story about... I don't some, know. I some, can't believe you do that. Some, really can't. some fan's cardboard cutout took a ball right through the throat. <laughs> oh, God. Did, he, did it really? Is that a real thing? Yeah, his cardboard cutout got decapitated. Oh, for God's what, what, sake. What stadium was this? You didn't know what team? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. What I, know a- I know the uh, Red Sox and the White Sox are uh, are doing it right now. I'm kind of disappointed the Tigers aren't doing it. Tigers you know? aren't doing anything. I know. It's it doesn't lame. seem like it. I don't know. How cool would it be, though, that you see a picture or a clip from this season, and instead of seeing empty seats or just random stuff in the seats, you see your face right there. <laughs> I would love to see on that. a big cardboard cutout. I'd love to see Alex's. I'd love to see your face. Yeah, yeah. Alex's <laughs> cutout <laughs> taking a ball in the face. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Oh, could you imagine a, whole, a home run or maybe a maybe a tipped pitch that gets into the stands behind the plate and boom, there goes Alex. <laughs> oh boy, well, are you well, telling me money well spent right there? Are you telling me you wouldn't pay 
20, 30, 40, 50 dollars. It's not for 20, 30, app? it's like 200. No. Is it yeah. worse? Yeah, oh, yes. It, yeah, shell, like, shell it out. Have them get the write off, and you'll see your face in there for, his, for the history until it gets decapitated by a baseball. I'd still consider it. It's, it's 500 for the Red Sox. Oh, oh my God. Oh. Big green monster. Is, yeah. is it going to charity, or is it saying that? I mean, does it say No, that? It, you just get assigned a ball and okay. two tickets for next year. Or something so like it's, that. Oh, you get two tickets for next year? That's $500. Oh well, not for five hundred dollars. Well, but that's the you get a signed ball and two tickets for next year, and your face in the stands for five hundred dollars, right into the owner's pocket. No charity, none of that. That yeah, doesn't. There's no charity. That doesn't sound like the best arrangement. You'd still do it. Come on, you no. still want to? Maybe. No, no, no. no. I, the Tigers aren't offering it, as far as I know. I haven't I seen anything so. in the stands. Um, Be a highlight on ESPN. And, and to be honest, <laughs> to be honest, I don't know if I. I don't think I would do it for a league that might last five more games. So that's for sure. <laughs> but oh maybe for the NBA bubble, oh, I'd put a cutout in the NBA bubble because the NBA is going to last. They're all quarantined. Well, <laughs> that's true. I, really quick, what about the um, – have you guys have you guys been watching some of the national baseball games on ESPN or, or Fox or any of those? And I've, seeing I've them? caught some. Well, there's two things that they're doing. They're, I mean, well, three, I guess. They're doing the cutouts on some teams. They're doing the virtual fans on Fox, I believe it is, oh, yes. where it's just – you know, virtual. The video game fans. Right. It's, it looks like you're watching a video game, which is, it's bizarre to see. I mean, it's it's cool. I, I don't mind it at all. But what I really like, I was watching ESPN, and they just pipe in fan noise. And, and it's just it's just the noise of the fans. And and when you're watching on TV, it, it sounds so normal. I mean, it really does. I, I think they pump it in through the PA system, so it's actually heard in the, in the uh, ballpark, which the players, um, from some of the stories I've read, they like that. They like to hear the fan noise. They like that kind of energy, and they feed off of that. So I think ESPN is, is well, I don't know if it's ESPN or the ballparks, but I was just watching on ESPN, and it was there, and it sounded great. Sure. Nothing wrong with that. I, I did not see that in baseball yet. And to be quite frank, I haven't been watching a lot of baseball because I was wrapping up my bar study. But when they when soccer first came back, the Bundesliga in Germany, Fox was doing the uh, the virtual fans, and they were doing some some crowd noise. And I liked it a lot. And I think it works really well for sports like baseball and soccer where you kind of just have continuous play. You don't really have stops and starts because the fans are just kind of making a constant murmur or they're chanting or whatnot. And I, I really did like that, but I don't know if it works great for sports like basketball or hockey or football. Did you did you hear that some of the uh, the fans for soccer were concerned that they were playing the noises because it, it would take the point of the fans being there? Like out of the equation like what's the point of the fan being there if he's not there to make noise did you did you hear that i did not oh no 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 yeah, no. yeah. yeah apparently they they didn't want it to happen because they didn't want the the fan's job to be taken away from them or something like that <laughs> for god's sake <laughs> I'm like you're not going to lose your jobs <laughs> oh, boy yeah they're going to they're the owners they have owner. a serious conversation with the fans about their career <laughs> it's not working out well we can do it for a lot cheaper <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I, I only go to games just to yell. <laughs> Screw watching the game. I just love yelling. Well, don't they have those vuvuzuelas at those soccer games, right? They get loud. They get obnoxious. How much soccer do you watch? <laughs> well, obviously none. Boring. It's very boring. I enjoy it. Sometimes. I got to be in the mood for it. Ugh. Um, <laughs> the other thing, um, 
Oh, speak, is, speaking of NBA, which we mentioned oh, very yeah. briefly, we got to bring up the Lou Williams story. Is is food at the strip club worth it to jeopardize your team's health and jeopardize your team's chances at a championship? A veteran player getting food at the strip club and breaking quarantine. What was the food? Yeah, it was the food. Sure. What was it? Sure. What was it though? What, what was well, the food? Well, Lou, Lou says it was the food. Oh, what was the food? Yeah. Oh, wasn't it chicken wings? Yeah. No, I, I saw the picture. They looked heavenly. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Those chicken wings looked amazing. I do not blame him one bit. I mean, do you want to explain the story for those who may not know? Yes. Yeah, so, um, I don't know if I have all the facts straight. I don't know if I've want re- me to do it. I got it right yes, here. I don't know if I've read all the pieces. This together. is this is from yesterday. It's so Lou Williams, who is a NBA player uh, from the Los Angeles Clippers. Clippers. I'm sorry. He's back inside the NBA bubble at Walt Disney World. He's quarantining for 10 days after he stopped at a strip club in Atlanta, a visit he claims he was only there to get their chicken wings. So that was his excuse. Williams' extra stop on what was supposed to be an approved trip out of Florida uh, so he could attend a family funeral, but still drawing harsh criticism from the nba world he went to meet up with um a a rapper at the strip club so this is what happened he went to the strip club he wanted to go out he wanted to party he wanted to do that he got a picture with the rapper um whatever what's his name? jack harlow yes him and what's (laughs) popping so so he wants us to believe that yeah he was leaving the funeral he had these uh this strip club these chicken wings are fantastic and I'm just going to run in there and get him. And, oh, my God, look who it is. It's it's the rapper right here. I'm going to get a picture with him. We're going to have our masks on. This is the mask from the NBA bubble, actually. I got it on. But we're at the strip club. We're having a great time. And we're snapping a picture. And I'm on my way. Just, just I just bumped into him. It was crazy. Unbelievable. What a coincidence. He was there, too. My God. Maybe he was getting chicken wings, too. I wonder if he likes him just as much as Lou does. <laughs> No, but I mean, it went on and on. Um, Kendrick Perkins, who is the um, ESPN analyst, he took aim at Williams on um, on his show. Um, I mean, Lou's been in the league for more than a decade. He's a he's a veteran. He should probably know better than to stop at a strip club for food or partying, which I'm sure he was there to the, do. The, yeah, what it, a, I mean, come on, what a lame excuse. What a, I mean, this is the worst excuse ever. Isn't this a bad excuse? If it's he's, a bad excuse. If he's been in the league for 10 years, then he knows how information can spread and how quickly it is to, to figure out what people are doing. So I, I do not know what he was thinking. Well, aren't the, the Clippers are like the number two favorite to win the yeah. championship right now, yeah. too, and he can't play for 10 days, I've, which is kind of crazy. I've got a, a, a wager on the Clippers to win the championship, <laughs> and now I'm a little upset. Yeah, I know. <laughs> No, I mean, but <laughs> I will say this but, quote's wait really quick. This quote's funny from Perkins. I'm a big guy. I love to eat. I've been to Magic City. The wings are fire. But in this case, in all seriousness, come on, Lou Will, you got to do better, man. During this pandemic, you have to do better. Lou, 16 year vet, he knows better. He should know how to be more mature. So, so Kendrick Perkins can vouch for the quality of what? the wings. <laughs> Is, is that all he can vouch for? I'm a big guy. I love to eat. He's been to Magic City. The wings are fire. Well, I, I think the real question is, <laughs> maybe is, these wings are really good. Wait, why do you eat wings at a at a strip club? Doesn't that doesn't that seem kind of that uh, is a little bizarre? Have you seen the wings? Did well, yeah, I'm sure the the wings are great, but like they, I don't know, I I feel like wouldn't you want your hands clean for something I'll like that? I'll have the chicken breast hold the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> It's who's know. eating wings. Oh man, this is great. Let me get another drink. Yeah, man, that's all. Oh, look at that. Um, how about how about a dozen wings? <laughs> Who wants a dozen wings? You got ranch, blue cheese. What what sauces you got? Can we get a waitress, please? 
on, Lou. God. I don't know. Those wings looked really good. They did look good. I'll admit that. If and, that was a real photo. And I know people would do crazy things for good wings. Then you throw some boobs in the mix. And <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm i not sure you can blame him. I'm blaming him. He's a professional. No, yeah, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It is really ridiculous. He's been, he's been in the league for 10 years. He knows better. It's, you can get chicken wings curbside. Curbside pickup, Lou Will. But are people buying this? Are people saying like, oh, yeah, you know what? That's 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 fair point. That's that's a great excuse. No, no. Nobody's buying it. <sighs> I, I, did, I saw something on. It's ridiculous. I saw Lou Williams respond to a, a fan on Twitter. Like some guy, some fan was calling him out on Twitter, and Lou Williams responded with like, come on, man, just... Just uh, just enjoy the memes and move on. <laughs> yeah, right. We're not. It's not like we're going through a pandemic or anything. Not like you're putting your team's uh, championship odds at risk by doing this and having to sit out for ten days. Yeah, I'm sure Kawhi was real happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to know what Doc Rivers and Kawhi Leonard and and Paul George said to him when he got back to the bubble. <laughs> they could not have been very happy. Did you bring I us any wings? <laughs> <laughs> Did you bring us any wings? <laughs> Oh boy! Well, that's the st- you, that's what's going on in the NBA right did now. Did you hear the the story that um, it was one of the Lakers players? I can't remember which one, but he he missed his sister's wedding. Did you get yes, this? Yes, that was Alex Caruso. Yeah, yeah, and he he, he was like going to attend, like he had this whole plan, and it was approved by the NBA, and he was gonna go, and then and then LeBron and uh, what's the what's the unibrow guy's name? Davis. Yeah, Davis. Davis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They like came and they had a talk with him, and then after that talk. There's no more trip happening. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did see that. I, I I actually should have added that to our show because oh, I, I did see that story and I thought it was crazy because he had like a very, very safe plan. Like he was going to wear his mask at the wedding. He wasn't, he was even thinking about not going to the reception. He was going to fly in a private jet, stay separate from everybody, just attend the ceremony and then leave and come right back. Sounds very safe, right? Very reasonable. Sure. But uh yeah then lebron and anthony davis sat down <laughs> some and, mafia shit man <laughs> and he, he alex caruso said something to the effect of like uh oh i i realized how valuable i am to the team and how much hard work we've all put in and it was like no lebron came up and said if you want to be on this team next year you better not go to that freaking wedding <laughs> <laughs> how much do you think they paid him <laughs> or paid his sister oh that's God. true maybe yeah. maybe <laughs> Have you seen some of Alex Caruso's highlights? Do you know who Alex Caruso is? No, I don't know. So he's he's this uh he looks like Sully from the ticket. Oh yeah. He's the white guy, like balding, real bad balding, with very oh, thin, boy. wispy hair. Sorry to hear that. It's it's such a shame. It's, Men everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> many not me, but many people would call him not a great looking dude. But he can ball. He really? can ball. And he's just this balding little white dude. How old is he? Uh he's pretty young. I don't know. I think he's a younger player. I think he's a younger player. Balding at that age, my God. How could you even keep playing? Man. Do you guys think you would miss your sister's wedding for something like that? Can you imagine? No. Of co- no, of course not. You don't have I a don't sister. Have a, um, okay. Any, any sibling. I have a sibling. No. No, it's your, it's your even sibling's wedding. Even if it was wedding? like the second or third. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Zach. Would you miss your sister's wedding? No, I don't think so. Not, I, I would not, get exiled. Not, <laughs> not if, if LeBron and Anthony Davis came and sat you down and said, you have a chance to win an NBA championship here if you don't go to this wedding. But if you do go to the wedding, we're going to bench you for the rest of this bubble. It's an incredible scenario. Would you skip your sister's wedding? I would ask how big of a gift my sister could get from them. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I think that's the like best answer you could probably come up with. There's no question about it. <laughs> 
Is anybody going to be watching the Mike Tyson fight? Or is that just not really a big story anymore? I'm interested because I've seen a lot of his uh, videos on Instagram and whatnot of him training, and he looks like he's in some great shape. I I have seen those same videos that you're talking about. That Man, how old is he now? He's in his mid-50s, right? Yes, he's in his 50s. My God. He hasn't fought for quite a few... When was It was in the aughts, I believe, his last fight was. Let me pull it up. And, yeah, so he's going to be fighting in this... Uh, for those who don't know, he's going to be fighting in a... Is it a charity match or just an exhibition? But what I... It's Roy Jones Jr. he's facing, who who never was a heavyweight until, well, recently. He's older, too. He's <laughs> packed on a few pounds. Not, yeah. Nothing against him, but it's just the way it is. They're both heavyweights now. Yeah, he's a heavyweight with the beer gut. He's uh, he's 54. Um, he'll fight Roy Jones Jr. in, eight round ex- in an eight-round exhibition on September 12th in um, Carson, California. Uh, it'll be on pay-per-view and... You know what I found Let's most interesting see. about this story? The undercard. Oh yeah, what's what? Remind me of that. That is Nate Robinson versus uh, which Paul brother is it? Jake Paul? Oh, they're both assholes. Yes. So <laughs> I think it is Jake Paul. So for those who might not be in the know, it is Jake Paul. The Paul, yes. the Paul brothers are some really um, they're quest- the worst. Yeah, they're, they're the worst. They're internet personalities, and they are just very awful. There's two of them. I only knew Jake. I, there's another one. I can't remember what his yeah, name is. Yeah, his, his brother, um, Logan Paul. Yes, Logan Paul. Logan okay. Paul. They're YouTubers. Oh. They're they're uh, influencers. Is they're they're uh, YouTube personalities. And, but they're, my God, they're so, they're, so annoying. Is Jake Paul the one who, the Paul brother who had the, uh, the big scandal when he went to that suicide forest in Japan and was making fun of it? Oh, yeah, that was like a year ago. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. He went to a forest where people had hung themselves and was making fun of it. I never saw the video, but... It was, no, it was, it was, um, it was Logan Paul. Yeah. It, it was, oh, it was, it was Logan brother. Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, and then Nate Robinson is a former NBA player. He's small. He's like five, five foot eight. And he was in the yeah. dunk contest uh, a few years ago where he went head to head with Dwight Howard. That's probably what he's best known for. And he's going to fight. Jake Paul. And why, that is, why are they fighting? They got into a Twitter battle, I think. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this is what boxing has come to. It's, I mean, obviously it was huge back, you know, 30, 40 years ago. It's died down a little bit. It's trying to come back. So now we've resorted to Twitter battles starting the the boxing matches. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I am 100% That should be a whole, you know, I, I think that should be an entirely new sport. I think it should just be focused on any Twitter feud that's out there. Um, they could even have a vote. The American public should be able to vote once a year for two people to fight each other, and that will be the sport. They can make it a pay-per-view event, put it on New Year's Day or something, try to do something just huge with it, and that would be fantastic. That'd be It's a great idea. That's the price you have to pay for being a celebrity. You get paid these... <laughs> That's the price you have to pay. Yeah, you could be, you could, you're at risk at being voted to fight somebody yeah, you once are, a year. You earn millions of dollars for playing your sport or being in movies or being on TV or being a a music uh, artist, but but you might have to fight somebody. Oh, they're, they're trash-talking like crazy. Jake Paul rips old retired Nate Robinson. <laughs> NBA star vows to knock out his bird-head ass. <laughs> <laughs> hey. They're fighting in September, and oh, my God, I guess there's a, there's a video of them trash-talking each other. So it's an official other. fight. I yes. guess so. 23-year-old Jake. Yeah, this is, this is a real thing. That's all he is. It's 23. I never would have guessed that. Uh, taking on 36-year-old ex-NBA player. It was, it's the undercard. 
Um, but I guess the war started uh, on Twitter and social media. Yeah. Um, long story short, Nate called out Jake after watching the YouTube star beat up a couple of social media influencers in his first first boxing matches. Jake saw Nate's comments and challenged him to put his money where his mouth is, and he did. So it's going to be on September 12th on pay-per-view. Who's your money on? Uh, I the young well, gun? The young gun? Or the... Uh... The old guy. Well, isn't Jake like like got six inches on him? Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. Is I think I think Jake's young enough to be like in pretty decent shape. That I I don't I, think it's gonna be that big of a. I think he is. Fight. That's that's what I'm worried about. Though. I don't like Jake, but I hate to say it. I, I think he's gonna kick Nate's ass. I know. I'm rooting for Nate Robinson hard. But so am I. <laughs> I don't think he's gonna win. I'm worried about it. I'm really worried about it. Jake called Nate a washed up old man. Nate said Jake is a fraud who's never fought a real athlete. Uh, in fact, Nate says he's gone up against NBA legends like Kobe Bryant and Allen Iverson and says Jake is just a bum compared to those guys. He fought Man. Kobe Bryant? <laughs> I, I, well. And Allen Iverson? I think yeah, he's just no. gone up against them. <laughs> I don't think he was not. fighting them. I think he's just oh, battling them on the court, on the hardwood. Uh, a little bit different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. Oh, my God. That, that's I, I, crazy. I, too, have gone up against Kobe Bryant in 2K. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy. What a disaster! I think the real the real uh, fight is Elon Musk and uh, Johnny Depp. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> yes! Oh my God, that's gonna be wild. If, if anything's really gonna happen with that, um, let me try to pull up the latest story. But but those two hate each other. Yeah. Because because is it a rumor that, well, that here, I got Elon? Something. Go I ahead. Got it, I got it. Yeah. Elon Musk challenged Johnny Depp to a cage fight a over cage Depp's fight. Depp's insults. And rumors that the Tesla CEO had an affair with Depp's ex-wife Amber Heard. Yeah. Didn't Elon Elon Musk just have a child, and he's challenging Johnny Depp to a cage fight? Wow, great parenting, great parenting. <laughs> well, Elon didn't he's have a really, child. He's really ready for fatherhood. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's wild, but yeah, I mean, it, I mean, the, the whole Johnny Depp Amber Heard thing's been going crazy, and and now that Elon Musk is kind of thrown into the fray with the affair. I don't I, I guess at the time that the alleged affair happened with Elon and, and Amber Heard, Amber was with Johnny at the time. So obviously Johnny's not happy about it, even though those two pretty much hate each other now, Amber and Johnny. But yeah, it's a it's it's a pretty big feud, so We'll see if that actually gets accepted as a real challenge. Uh, it's very it? doubtful, but if I were voting, I would vote for those two. I think that'd be a great way to cast my vote for the two people who should fight each other. Sure, I don't think Elon's got anything. No, unless Elon no. got some training from uh, Joe Rogan. I don't think I don't think Elon's got anything on him. I mean, they could both pay for training if they're serious about it. <laughs> um, Musk said that they did not have a threesome, so that he just wanted to make that clear. That was his exact quote. Okay, oh, good. so oh, with Johnny Depp too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's making sure it was not a threesome. He didn't deny the affair, but it's it's not a threesome. So he just wanted to get that out of the out of the frame. So, so they said they said, "Did you sleep with Amber Heard?" And he said. Well, I didn't sleep with Johnny Depp. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, he insisted that his relationship with Heard only started after she split with Depp. So, you know, he's he's admitting that they, they didn't get it on, but it was after that, you know, she broke up with Johnny. Okay, well, I guess that's not so bad. But Johnny doesn't believe that. They, he thinks it was going on before. So is that's it, where the contention is. Did they ever figure out who pooped in their bed? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that the maid had to find. The poor maid. I mean, this, this entire story is crazy, but the maid found shit in their bed and i mean it was 
Who does that? What the, what the hell is that? I'm starting to think I, I would rather be a housekeeper for just normal folk than, than these crazy celebrities <laughs> who are pooping in each other's beds. It's not worth the extra money to clean that type of fancy house. It's it's not worth it. You're dealing with literal shit in the bed. What a disaster. God, who shit the bed? Musk said if Johnny wants a cage fight, just let me know. So Musk is in. Wow. How, how old is Johnny Depp? I feel like Johnny Depp is far too old to be fighting. Well, they're both up there, aren't they? I'm going to look it up. All right. Johnny Depp is 57 years old. He shouldn't be in the ring. Wow. Elon Musk was born in 71, so he's 49. So so he's, so he's Johnny Depp is 18 years older than him. Well. Plus you add all the drug use. No, so he's more no, like, not, no, not, no. <laughs> 18, eight years older. Sorry, eight years. God, you in numbers. <laughs> thank God you took the bar already. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, I mean, there's no, no numbers on the bar. Yeah, thank God, right? Holy crap. That would have been a disaster. <laughs> no, it's no different. Am than I Jake. sure I answered all the questions? I don't know if I can count that high. <laughs> <laughs> do you need to go back to the exam and check? Can you do that? You got all your fingers and toes, and then I don't... Does it go past 20? It was just 15. Yeah. It, was just, it was just 15. Thank God. Thank God. If it was over 20, you would have been in trouble. <laughs> oh, it's not. Wait, 15 is fewer than 20? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So so Johnny Depp is 8 years older than Elon. Plus, I mean, plus you tack on the drug use, so he's like 38 years older than Elon. Yeah, that's true. I mean, well, the, the, the Jake Paul and Nate Robinson, that's a 13-year gap, so that's also going to be a bit of a... I mean, they are younger. Which one of Johnny Depp's characters do you think stands the better chance in a fight? The, the stupid pirate or whatever. I guess he was kind of ruthless, wasn't he? No. I, I watched he was that. a drunk. I'd go Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> oh, well, that's not even fair. That's, not, that's, that's, bringing a, that's bringing a gun to a knife fight. You know, those scissor hands, my God. Could you imagine? What if we gave Elon scissor hands? <laughs> <laughs> Just to even the playing field. I'm sure, I mean, you see you see Elon do all this crazy stuff. I'm sure he'd figure out a way to give himself scissor hands. Yeah, no. <laughs> Has, um, well, that'll be fun. We'll, we'll, we'll keep everyone posted on what happens with that story. If they eventually agree to a duel, uh, we'll, we'll break it down for you guys. We'll see if that happens. I hope it does. I really do. Um, have you guys listened to Taylor Swift's new music? Not yet. I've heard good things. I don't know. The, the, have you, Zach? No, I have not. I haven't either. <laughs> I, well, <laughs> nobody. All right, moving so, on. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for bringing it up, Max. Thanks for bringing it no, up. No, but it was it was such a big deal. I mean, that was like that was breaking news when that came out. I mean, that was huge news. I uh, so actually, I have heard one song. Uh, it wasn't my style of song, but I recognized it was a good song. Um, but the funny thing that I recognized about this album release was that it was on the day Kanye was supposed to release his album. Oh, my God. And I wonder if that was purposeful because Kanye was supposed to release an album, and he didn't, and then Taylor Swift dropped a surprise album, <laughs> kind of like Kanye <laughs> dropped a surprise on her at the VMA Awards. Oh, man, oh, man. Kanye's supposed to have dropped an album, though, for, like, six months now or something ridiculous like that, you know? So I... I don't know. And obviously, he's got his own thing going on. We talked about that last week, but... <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I mean, it set these records, I think. what was It set a couple of records for the amount of streams that it had on, I think, both Apple Music and uh, Spotify. Wow. Um, Taylor Swift's surprise album release last week is setting their records on streaming services. Uh, Swift's new album, Folklore, uh, set a record for the most streams in 24 hours for a pop album on Apple Music. A pop one? Okay. What does that mean? Uh, garnering 35.47 million plays in the first 24 hours, which is uh, crazy. But it's even bigger on Spotify, which 
everyone do you use apple music i use spotify do you use spotify zach yeah spotify. but yeah, we also doesn't? support apple podcast okay we, we support everybody yes you're right you're right we're on all the platforms thank you very much uh but the streaming numbers on spotify were even more impressive which is actually crazy when you think about this folklore was streamed 79.4 million times during the first 24 hours of availability Wow. Can you believe that? That no. sets a record for the most streams for an album by a, by a female artist in 24 hours. Okay, well, okay, well, what a what a classification that is. Especially for someone who's had some uh, pretty mediocre music for how many years now? I don't even know. What what was her last good album? I can't uh, even think of her last good song outside of like uh, her country days. You know, I've she's had good songs i don't know about good albums red was a great album that was actually a really good album i enjoyed that a lot but that's an old album and in terms of songs what has been good i don't know i'm not much of a swifty or whatever her fans are called (laughs) what is this i'm really happy for you i'll let you finish but beyonce had one of the best videos of all time So this is Kanye at the VMAs. Do you remember when this <laughs> happened? Just hand the microphone back and walk off the stage. That's it. This yeah. was when uh, Taylor Swift was like really uh, up and coming, like a young artist. This was 2009. I know she's she, just standing there. Well, that poor girl. She was still like pretty new to the scene. This was, and this was take, taking advantage of a uh, you know a young naive artist who had no idea how to deal with Kanye's ego. Well, now that Kanye is going to be the next president, I mean, it's only fitting that <laughs> Taylor Swift dropped Kanye. this album on the day that Kanye was supposed to drop his. Do you think Taylor's going to vote for Kanye? <laughs> <laughs> she might just to pity him. I could see that. No. Well, now that she's the new flavor of the month, well, flavor of the month. She's been around for a while. They both have, but she's really, I mean, do you think that was intentional or a huge coincidence that was on that same day that Kanye was supposed to release it? I, I think that's intentional. Oh, definitely There's no way that she did. She's in the music business. There's no way she didn't understand that that was going to happen. And she wanted to make a statement. Guaranteed. I don't know. I w- Guaranteed. I w- Come I w- on. I would put it. Well, in all fairness, you pick any Friday of the year and there's bound to be a quote unquote Kanye album dropping. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um. That's a good point. I bet it's well said. I bet it's more of uh, just a happy coincidence. Like she had an album ready, and maybe they did pick it. They're like, "All right, we can drop it anytime in the next month or so." And she's like, "Well, I heard Kanye is dropping one on this Friday, so maybe she's racing. She's she's racing to it to beat him to it. Or maybe it was you know her publicist decision, or somebody at the record company, or whoever. (laughs) I mean, there's a lot of people involved with producing and putting out an album. I wouldn't be surprised if it was at least brought up in the discussion. I I will not say anything against that. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure it was. Her I mean she's she seems like a very smart per- person. She she's got a good head on her shoulders from what I'm seeing in the media. I think that was something that she knew about and she was kind of having a little fun. That's Maybe. that's my thought. Maybe. That's my thought. Although I haven't heard much about it being dropped on Kanye's quote-unquote release date. Since I, she dropped it, maybe that's only for the true fans to understand that. That was that was the real no, deal. No, no. <laughs> I think the real thing is Kanye was probably not going to release anyway with a, no. all the stuff he has going on anyway with him and uh, Kim and all His that stuff. Mental so. health. Yeah, exactly. Have there been any updates uh, for for Kanye and and what's been going on? I don't think I've seen any. There was a he tweeted the other day. It was like it, something about him and Kim wanting a divorce and that she was having an affair with. Uh, 
what's his name? The the rapper from Philly. Oh, Will Smith? No, no, not oh, Will Smith. DJ Jazzy Jeff. Oh, Meek Mill. Nightmares <laughs> and Dreams. Yeah, yeah, Meek that one. <laughs> Does that show my age? No. No, yeah. <laughs> That's no. pretty bad. You say the rapper from Philly, and I say Will Smith. <laughs> wow. This is, um, the TMZ put this out yesterday. Uh, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West are together for the first time since the disastrous campaign rally in South Carolina a week ago. And their first outing was, you guessed it, Wendy's. Where else would you go? They went to Wendy's? <laughs> yeah, they did. You Baconator? Uh, maybe they're trying the new breakfast. <laughs> Kim flew to Cody, frosty. Wyoming on Monday. This, this is after weeks of back and forth where she was desperately trying to get Kanye uh, to get treatment. She put out that big social media post for his bipolar episode at that rally, and it seems to have been going on for a few weeks now. Uh, he was unwilling to listen to her, uh, and the Kardashians were at a loss on how to help from from what it seems like, I guess. But Kanye publicly apologized to Kim on Saturday for a comment he made that hurt her. Uh, they didn't say what comment it was. I'm guessing it's the abortion comment where he was saying how uh, Kim wanted to abort their baby, but Kanye wouldn't let that happen. So uh, he begged her for uh, her forgiveness, but now they've come together. But when you look at the photo, which of course is just a moment in time, they don't look happy. This photo definitely does not show a very uh, happy couple. They're uh, staring at their phones in one photo and yeah, off into the distance in another. She had to bribe them with a frosty to get them back <laughs> to California. Kanye talked about divorce a few days back, where you know he wanted to maybe try to look yeah. into getting a divorce the first time that Kim started talking with Meek Mill. Right. That was the big deal. But now, you know, now that he's in the middle of this serious episode, um, who knows what's going on? This was actually updated just uh, uh, last night. We just got these picks. TMZ just got these breaking picks. Um, it's Kim and Kanye. They reunited to their ranch after making a pit stop at Wendy's. Uh, she's visibly upset. And this photo, if, if you guys see it, look at this. Look at Kim. Look how, look how upset she looks. Oh, wow. And this is just them getting back together. Uh, it looks like she's crying, visibly upset. Uh, she and Kanye talk it out. Uh, he seems animated. It appears the conversation is somewhat contentious. So. Wow. I don't know. That's not the best picture. She's, I mean, that's not a, it's she, not a great, she's upset. It's not a great picture, and it looks like it's catching her mid-sentence. It looks like she's speaking, maybe. Um, but she doesn't look happy. No. I'll say that much. You guys think it's scripted? You ever think it might be a little scripted? No, not really. I feel like the Kardashians' life is all scripted. Like, it, or at least parts of it, you I know? The Kardashians hate Kanye. It almost has to be. I don't, I don't know. I mean, Kanye's probably doing a little bit of this himself, but it, it, I don't know. I mean, I, I see what you're saying, how it just seems like too crazy of a scenario for this to, like, really be happening in reality. Like, there's got to be something where it's just they're like, you know, they're they're following some type of storyline, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Maybe for the show. Yeah. Next maybe on Keeping Up with the Kardashians, <laughs> Kanye's off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they're improv Yeah. It could be. Um, Chris provides the uh, script, and they just kind of <laughs> exactly they freestyle just, it. I yeah. bet Chris hates Kanye. I, I bet those two do not get along. Chris wishes it was Ray J, doesn't she? <laughs> Well, that's that's how Kim got famous. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> um, the uh, the the last thing I want to talk about this this story is actually pretty crazy, and this is now made national story. Um, you guys have heard about this 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 story. I have not read the story yet. Have you Have you read it? Oh, no, I, I reserved it because I I wanted you to read me the story and I wanted to react to it at live time. So it's a it's a casino scheme that this guy 
uh, managed to make over $100,000 on this incredibly intricate casino scheme where he stole the money. It's 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 It was in Detroit. I mean, it started in Detroit at the casinos downtown, but it's taken off. Counting cards? What was well, no, believe it or not. You'd think so, right? But no, this has garnered national attention. It's a Harper Woods man, very local, just down the street. He used a prosthetic face mask uh, along with other disguises. To like a co- Halloween mask? Well, yeah, more or less, like a like a very here. Here's a photo of him. Yeah, he's it, good. Look at him. I mean, it's 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 a really well oh, done, yeah, like wow. professional quality prosthetic wow. face mask. Yeah, he looks like he's 55 years old. He's trying to look like an old man. Yeah, he's just it... trying to look like any Joe Blow old man. He who's a like... very rich gambler. He looks like Walter White if Walter White aged like 20 years. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good description. Uh, but he used that to pose as an elderly gambler while stealing more than $100,000 from multiple people at casinos. This is according to the FBI. And this I'm reading the story out of the Detroit News. Uh, but it's a case against John Christopher Coletti, 55 years old. It's outlined in a 17-page criminal complaint and affidavit unsealed Thursday in a federal court in Detroit. The case was unsealed after investigations arrested Coletti in Kansas. Believe it or not, all places he made it to Kansas. Wow. Uh, I'm a lamb. He's, he's being held without well, bond. until he, he stole $100,000? Well, yeah, I'll get to that. That he, can go a long way in Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It very well could. Good observation, though. Maybe that's why he did it. Great, you know, great miles you can get on your dollar. That's what there. I'm here for. Uh, he's being held without bond until he can be brought back into Michigan. Uh, the lawyers were not reached for comment. But this is what happened. The investigation dates back to May of 2019. Alleges Coletti operated a scheme to steal victims' identities by buying their personal information online and making phony driver's licenses. That's according to the FBI in the affidavit. Coletti targeted casino patrons enrolled in a VIP program. It lets gamblers obtain um, cash advances from kiosks. Uh, installed in the casino. So if you're like a high roller or something, you don't want to walk into the casino with like 20 grand. If you're going to be betting big on blackjack, you enroll into their program where you have like credit at the casino and just depo- uh, withdraw the money there. Simple as that. So he stole the IDs from those high rollers um, and he used those kiosks. They're monitored by closed circuit TV cameras. Um, he's suspected of donning elaborate disguises, including the face masks, hat, glasses, surgical masks, defrauding at least 10 victims out of $98,000 at the MGM Grand Detroit from April and May of 2019. Wow. So um, he's, well, really quick, he's wearing the prosthetic mask, blue jacket, dark cap, blue jeans, sunglasses. Less than a half hour, he made 15 cash withdrawals totaling $30,000 before leaving in a cab and being dropped off at Pegasus downtown at Greektown. He went into the bathroom... Ten minutes later, he came out, uh, he exited the restaurant without the disguise. Oh, that was his issue. Exactly. He almost made it. He, listen to this. Instead of wearing a, um, instead of, he was wearing a white t-shirt, blue jeans, dark shoes, he was carrying a black plastic bag with him, which obviously has a disguise in it. Oh, no. Why did he change at Pegasus? He could have done it anywhere. Why did yeah. he do he it He could have done it at home. He could have oh. done it in an alley. He could have done it in the parking garage. He could have done it somewhere that was less visible. Oh, my god! So, wait, wait. So, he took 15 withdrawals to total $30,000. So, he's taking out 2000 So, if you're a high roller, you can only pull out $2,000 at No, a time. he was probably trying to do little amounts to not okay, be I, I guess suspected. That, that shouldn't be what I nitpick at. I well, suppose. this was just one instance. He did this a few times. But each time he withdrew money, he inserted the counterfeit driver's license uh that he used for the VIP's victim, the victim, VIP, whatever. So his fake ID was so good that he could put it into an ATM, basically. Yeah. Yep. 
Wow. Exactly. You hear that, under 21-year-old? <laughs> yeah, you really got some connections. <laughs> um, it was, notes. He put him into multiple kiosks spread across the casino. Um, then he would look at a piece of paper, likely containing the victim's last four digits of the social uh, number, uh, last four digits of the telephone number, which were needed to complete these uh, transactions. And these this scheme continued during the COVID-19 pandemic. Wow, that's pretty recent. In March, On March 12th, uh, he was arrested for identity theft by the uh, Prairie Band Potawatomi Tribal Police at the Prairie Band Casino and Resort in Mayetta, Kansas. Sounds like a great facility. Uh, maybe I'll check it out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but he was dressed as an elderly white man when he was arrested, wearing a straw hat, glasses. He was using a fake mobility walker. He made more than $20,000 in cash withdrawals from that casino kiosk, according to the FBI. And uh, now he's uh, he's being held. So he was playing at the tables with the disguise on. No, 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 no. All he did was just put in the IDs. He took the cash out and left. Right, but you said in Kansas he was dressed as an old man when he got arrested. Yeah. yeah. So he was playing. No, no, no. He, he, he was doing caught. the same thing. He, he, you know, he knows oh. that he's being recorded okay. when he goes into the casino. He's, he's trying to disguise his identity, but he was trying to move the scheme from MGM Detroit down to Kansas to keep it going. Maybe try to cover his tracks a little bit, but he was he was finally caught by the uh, by the uh, tribal police. Wow! Uh, he immediately went into the restroom where he removed the disguise. Uh, he exited the casino with a noticeable bulge down the front of his pants, oh, believed <laughs> believed to be the prosthetic face mask. Investigators found That's the. That's what clo- he'd like you to think. <laughs> <laughs> He found the clothes, the investigators, they found the clothes, this is in Kansas, the walker. They found $11,000 in cash. They found two Michigan driver's licenses in the bathroom. Uh, They belonged to two victims, uh, but the photos photos were altered uh, to show him in the face mask on the IDs, which is fascinating. Look at the IDs that he made. I mean, they're so realistic. And they they swipe. Those are pretty good, but I will say the faces look... Suspect. The driver's license had sticky notes stuck to the back, uh, um, containing the victim's social numbers, telephone numbers, and uh, I mean, they searched his rental car. They found two more counterfeit Michigan licenses in his pockets. They found sixteen grand in his pockets, glasses, casino vouchers, and um, that's just it sounds I think it's like a crazy. Story. It sounds like this guy wasn't being very clean with his operation, to be honest. I mean, he's been going since March of well, when did this start? I know, but he's just got the information May of on sticky notes. He's got them just thrown in his rental car he's been doing this since may of 2019 he went almost a year before being caught in, in this past that, march that i feel like he's got a great like idea at least a great base he got he got a little too uh, crazy down in kansas is what it sounds like but that makes me wonder what someone who's actually sophisticated and careful with what they're doing how long they could get away with it yeah they don't get caught like you don't maybe see you the just stories. maybe you just do it once every every while and i'm not advocating for it <laughs> we, we realize i'm that. not encouraging it but it, it's scary to think about. It's scary to think about who could be pulling this off. Well, y- you think about they. I really just don't think they have that mentality of like enough is enough. They they've won and they're done. It's the same thing with like drug lords who make millions and millions of dollars. The same thing for people who peddle the drugs and and they could be loaded. And you think that they say to themselves, "All right, I'm done. We're we're done. I've got plenty of money for the rest of my life, for my kids' life. We're done. I don't want to get caught. It's hard oh, to get out. They just keep going. They just keep going. They just they just want more and more and more. But believe it or not, they searched his car. They found 83 driver's licenses, 83 of them, 14 insurance cards in multiple names, counterfeit $100 bill, and books on how to get away with committing crimes. Oh my gosh." <laughs> That's the nail in the coffin right there. Flash drive, you know they who found. who sells those books? 
The FBI sells those books. <laughs> yeah, they keep track of who buys them. Exactly. How to get away with crimes. It's on Amazon. <laughs> How to get away with crimes for dummies or something like that. Could you that? imagine the reviews on Amazon? I was looking forward to this book, but before it showed up, the FBI was at my door. <laughs> I couldn't even read it. Now I'm in prison. <laughs> it's... I- I bought this book, and then a funny speaker showed up at my house. He also had a storage unit in Detroit. They found a receipt in his car where they found 48 more driver's licenses, hundreds of MGM Grand Casino receipts, and mannequin heads used to display the prosthetic face mask in this storage unit in downtown Detroit on Open Street. (laughs) This is a wild story. Could you imagine that showing up on Storage Wars? (laughs) (laughs) Barry's in there with a skeleton gloves. Looks like we got some masks here. I see some receipts. They could be worth a few hundred bucks. Yeah, maybe I'll bid on it. We'll see. <laughs> they open the door and just goes, what the hell is this? <laughs> Brandy wants to buy it, but Jared doesn't. They're having another fight like always. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a wild story. I could see this being made into a, maybe a movie. I don't know. It, it's, a, it's a pretty weird situation. There's a lot of different features to it. I mean... Mannequin heads to display the prosthetic face. What what is wrong with this guy? I could see Bill Murray doing this. You gotta keep him. You gotta keep him. You gotta keep him right. You can't like have him folded and having creases and stuff. Eh, Maybe so. I guess he went through heads. At yeah. Well, he he went through all this trouble and he didn't get away with it. So honestly, it's a great idea. I think he got a little crazy. Hey, you know what? It's not a great idea, Zach. Mr. I just took the bar exam today. It's not a good idea. I'm not trying to get disbarred before I pass the bar. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, it's a a weird story, but, you know, I'd I'd love to make into a screenplay if any writers are out there. the, The content's there. Based on a true story, it could happen. Based in Detroit, too. So, anyway, we'll see. Do you want to plug the social media stuff? Yes. Do you want to get out of here? Is there anything else you want to talk about? I think that covers it. I just I, I so. want I do I do want to remind people that we're hoping to bring you the remake uh, segment next week. We really want to do a good job with that. We really want yes. really want to cover it. We really want to go through a lot of different options. So that's everything from movies, uh, fashion, uniforms, throwback uniforms. What's an example that you can throw out there? Is like one of the remakes that you think is a great remake. Well, the Bronco was kind of the Bronco was the so, one that we started this kind of whole discussion. Yeah, that's that's what sparked the idea. Zach, Zach came up with the idea. The Bronco kind of sparked it. That that's a really great remake. Is this Bronco? But there's also lots of great throwback uniforms out there. Like I really like the Denver Nuggets uniforms. Those are we, cool. Remember we wore those throwbacks back in high school when we played uh, <laughs> yeah. rec, rec basketball. I game? still have those yeah, jerseys. Exactly. And then and then they brought those back in the real NBA. So that's awesome. <laughs> There's a lot of uh, you know old style fashion that's coming back yeah. right now, but then there's also great movie remakes that have come out recently and you know in the last ten years or so. Like one of my favorite remakes, um, <laughs> oh Jesus, is uh, is the old Starsky and Hutch movie, um, the remake with uh, Ben Stiller and uh, Owen Wilson, yeah. and Snoop Dogg. I loved that movie growing up. That was one of my favorite movies, and. Uh, you know, that's that's a remake, right? Sure, there from yeah. the original. So it, I mean, it's a, it's a well, it's not a sequel. I guess it, it is a remake. Yeah, it is a remake. W- was it a TV show or a movie originally? What Starsky and Hutch? Yeah, it was a TV show. Yeah, that's what I thought. So yeah. they remade the TV show into a movie, and I loved it. I loved it. It's a good movie. Yeah. So there's there's okay. examples like that. Uh, I don't want to give any away. I I do have lots of them lined up. Maybe another one was like the Hairspray movie. That's a really good one. We might cover that next week. The Hairspray movie. Yeah, Hairspray, Amanda Bynes, and 
Um, Jeez. Th- th- this podcast, if we no. keep doing these shows, you're, you guys are going to realize my lack of uh, movie viewing because I've never seen Hairspray. That's okay, Max. I haven't either. <laughs> it came out a long time ago. I know, and it's very John popular. Travolta. John Travolta. That's I know. A- this is pretty much the worst video ever made. Exactly. <laughs> so anyway, send yes. them in. What's so, up, social media stuff? So yes, please, please send in your uh, your submissions. You can DM us on Twitter yes. at Cutting Out Early. You can DM us on Instagram, uh, cuttingoutearly.podcast. You can find us on Facebook and post on our page, Cutting Out Early. You can even email us. I believe it's cuttingoutearly at uh, gmail.com, I believe is our, our email. Uh, wow. Email. Fancy. Yeah. Well, Moving to the 21st century very quickly. Needed to have an email to set up all these other social media accounts. <laughs> uh, obviously, you can listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Yep. Our main site is anchor.fm slash cutting out early. Uh, I think that's it. Hashtag free Britney. Yes, please. Everyone pray. Please. It's amazing what is going on with her. But we're, we're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're thoughts and prayers with Britney right now. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Thanks, everyone, for listening. See you guys next week.